Let us look on you with our own eyes. <laughs> Hello, Star Wars fanatics. We have some in the room here, that's for sure. Woo! We got yeah, lightsabers yeah. going and everything. It's all crazy. <laughs> lightsabers. Welcome to the Countdown to Nine podcast. As we Three work our way chronologically through the Star Wars universe. Today we're wrapping up the trilogy, the original yes. trilogy, with another round table of talking heads to wax poetic about the final film of the original trilogy, Return of the Jedi. It's the third Star Wars movie I ever saw, so naturally it's episode six. <laughs> uh, that's, that's how these movies roll. <laughs> Paul Preston here from the Movie Guys with my good friend and co-host Sean Blodgett of the trendy and magnanimous Creative Motion Entertainment. What's going on? I got a lightsaber! Yes! I shouldn't. Who allowed that? <laughs> he brought him. I brought him, yeah. He brought him. Well, let's get to our guests. The Rise of Skywalker is just over a month away. You know, Sean and I are excited, but let's check in with the guests. To the intros. First up, we have an actor who has appeared on Star... Trek. Voyager. Close. It was almost Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> CSI Miami and a little uh, nice. research showed he also appeared in a web series called Black, which right. we reviewed at my website, themovieguys.net. My man. Yeah. That's so, it. and, uh, nice. uh, you know, Justin Bowler? Yeah. He, both Justin reviewed it for our site, and uh, hopefully... Uh, Folks went to check that out, and we'll continue to after his appearance here today. And give me the last name. Daniel? Betances. Betances. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'll get in close. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. 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 Close. Dan Betances. Betances. Right. So, oh, hey. Daniel Betances here. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Hey, we have a real audience today, too. Yay. This is, like, Yay. incredible. Watching. Yeah, one guy. <laughs> you should applaud for real. You can... Who says that wasn't him? Oh, that was him. Yeah. Uh, joining him as an actor who previously appeared with me on the movie uh -oh. Showcast, and I could say he appeared in Less Than Zero, and she's out of control, but really you know and love him from... An Ewok adventure, yeah, yes. otherwise known as Caravan of Courage, <laughs> and Ewok's The Battle for Endor, where he played Mace, the original Mace. The original yes. Mace. The first, the first Mace, Mace of the Star Wars universe, yes. Eric Walker. Hey! Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here, as always. I am the OM, the original Mace. Nice. Yeah, sorry, Sam Jackson. Oh, sorry. wow. So you are OM. I was just going to, yeah. yeah. Man, you beat me to it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some quick housekeeping. <laughs> Please chime in your thoughts on everything we're talking about at themovieguys.net, at countdowntonine at gmail.com, and of course, at countdowntonine on all your social media nonsense. That's your Twitter, Instagram, etc. at countdowntonine. So much. Uh, yes. Before we get to our Spotlight film for the month, this close to the release of The Rise of Skywalker, I wanted oh, to get yes. the thoughts on the new movie from our guests. Have you watched uh, all the pertinent trailers and done your... Homework, or are you trying to stay cold turkey, or what, what's your take? I'm more of a cold turkey guy, just for me. Okay. But, uh, but what I've seen, you know, I've, I've given it a shot, and I'm like, man, I can't wait to see it. What have you seen? I saw the... Uh, um, uh, the first teaser trailer. The first teaser, okay. and, then, and then that was it, though. I oh. haven't seen anything beyond You haven't seen... Oh, wow. You haven't so seen the, the new trailer? No. Wow. Oh. oh, man. So there's a you're there's missing a lot. A lot. I, I am missing so a lot. So you didn't see the D23 trailer... No. As, oh, I love that yeah, one. Yeah, that one was a little bit of a hype I, machine. I yeah. really love it. Right that on. One. You're hyped yeah. anyway, though, right? I am, man. Yeah. Come on. I mean, it's anything Star Wars. I'm hyped. Nice. So, of course. Bring it. Eric? Uh, I've seen everything that's out there, of course. I'm a big, big, big Star Wars fan from, of course, back in the day. Um, who would have known 35 years later I'd be talking about it, right? Right. On the right. movie, guys. Yeah, that's that's right. right. But, yeah, I've People seen. People are done talking about. Uh, the Deer Hunter, you know, franchise, right? <laughs> One and out. Star Wars still going. Talk about your that's right. Seventies movies that have legs. Yeah, so Squeal I mean, like a pig, and that's it. That's I'm it. yeah. It's deliverance. It's, oh, right. whoops. Also, you know, I get my I get my disturbing movies that, yeah. mixed up. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm I'm really excited. Uh, oh, I think JJ is going to bring this home. I hope so. I think he. he I, I have faith. He has I have faith. To. He, he. I'm he nervous. Does have to. You know what makes me nervous about JJ is you know I think he's brilliant, uh -huh. but I also think he's brilliant at being the guy who asks questions and poses questions, and he right. often isn't. He's often the guy like, hey, I got all these questions. You guys figure it out. I'll see you later. I got another series. <laughs> right, you know, like right, so right. the fact that he came back for this. Yes. Um, and I know originally he was actually supposed to do. Um, the Last Jedi or whatever Episode Eight was going to be right. under his, you know, uh, he was supposed to do that as well, and I guess there was some sort of conflict with schedules or something like that. Well, JJ's know. world, uh, he's got a lot of conflicts. He's yeah. got a million things uh, all over the place with his bad robot, but yeah. Right. 
Wow. I just, I, I really think so. That last trailer, I'm sorry you, you missed it, but it's just, uh, the way, you know, it, 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 the, it was a very emotional. Yeah. All right. The trailer. I mean, it, I, 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 I did a video where I did a reaction video. I mm. decided to go ahead and chime in since I've, I hadn't done one reaction video. Mm. So I actually filmed myself watching it and, I got so emotional really? when, when C-3PO talked about he wanted to take one last look at his friends. It's like, mm-hmm. I almost started bawling. Oh, yeah. man. You're seeing a grown man cry here. So, yeah. And I said to myself, you better not do something to C-3PO. That's what I kept saying. <laughs> well, everybody's <laughs> saying, not. you know, the internet is, is uh, alive with all kind of rumors. And, and I think the rumor currently with that is that, that they're going to you know wipe his memory and maybe get back to who he was when Anakin oh, okay. made him. Because... They did. They did sure, set. Man. Well, you know, I mean, yeah, I always thought that was an interesting <laughs> setup in the prequels. That yeah. you know, they have that moment where uh, is it Antilles, Captain Antilles, or no? It's oh, it's um, what's his name? Wedge. No. Wedge Antilles. No. no, 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 no. It's in the prequels. Bigs. I don't Biggs. know. Whoever it is yeah. says uh, uh, clean these droids or something like that. And yes. Erase that droid's memory, but they don't do anything to R two, which I always thought was interesting. Porkins. Right? Yeah. Not Pork not Pork no, it's big right. starfighter. I think <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Yeah. I think he's right. But yeah, I'm. And that's okay, you know. I mean, yeah. yeah, he is a droid after all. But it just was a. It was one of those. It makes you wonder what else they're gonna do. Like right. I've heard some other rumors, and we could go on and on about rumors. And I'm okay to listen to some of them, and as yeah. long as it's not Mike Zero. Oh my! I was just oh. gonna say, it's not it Mike him. Zero. Yeah. As long yeah. as he's not giving anything, because he throws everything in the kitchen sink, and the next thing you know, you know, Palpatine would be coming back, and he'd be smoking weed. You know, he's going to throw everything, you know. <laughs> you know, on The Last Jedi behind the scenes, they talk about him. Really? Oh, yeah, really? They're, they're in like one of the roundabouts. They're talking about the script and stuff. They're like, hey, I just I just saw we got zeroed. That's what they were, they were saying. They oh, got zeroed. thrilled to not even know who that dude is, by yeah. the way you're referring to he, And I was happy to get the trailer because he releases three videos a day talking about what's going to be in the next trailer. Yeah. So oh, my like, God. Yeah. Jeez. Well, everybody's got to make money. Yeah. Yeah. That's is true. Making is he making yeah. money, having opinions? Well, you know, it, I don't know. There's a few that are that that are out there. A lot that of, might a lot make of money. Sure. And, yeah. But. Eric, how hard uh, core fan are you? Do you have tickets yet? Well, let's just say that I'm going to be at a special screening in December, and uh, the place is actually flying all of us to go there, including people that are in the Rise of Skywalker. So we're going to all watch it with fans in Dallas, Texas. Oh, nice. wow. So, yeah. Gosh. Holy cow. It's not, it's, I'm going to be there. Mike Quinn, who's Neen Num, is going to be there. Um, Mark <laughs> oh, Dotson. So Neen does, Num, the guy, Mike Quinn, yes. knows uh, Christian Simpson, who okay. was on the show. Do you know who Christian Simpson is? I don't is? know. So he was, he was on our show, and he was the stand-in for Hayden Christensen. Wow. Uh, okay. And he was also in Phantom Menace as uh, one of the pilots. And he's also done a lot of voice. But he does some uh, some help uh, with Lucasfilm. He helped them find, I think, uh, Nine Numb. Was, was it Nine Numb? I think it was. Yeah. Called. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a... Uh, <sighs> It's just amazing, six degrees of separation, right? I mean, yeah. everybody knows everybody. In this I know. Town. That's why my my dad was always correct. You know, now I can admit it. You know, be nice to everybody. Cause, yeah. You know, you never know always. who you're who you're going to work with, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Mike <laughs> Mike Quinn, uh, Mark Dotson, who plays Salacious Crumb, does the voice, and also oh, he did the voice right. of Teak in the Ewoks of Battle for Endor. Um, Felix Sila from Cousin Id, and he also mm. was some Ewoks in it. A bunch of us are all going down how there. Did, how did Dallas land that? It seems like an L.A. thing. But yeah. It's kind of cool. That because, uh, because the person doing it, it has, it has order, it's Order 66 Toys. They have a toy store called Order 66 oh Toys. <laughs> and it's the world's largest Star Wars-only toy store. I just gave them a plug, so they owe me some money. <laughs> nice. There you go. <laughs> Boom. But they... Um, <laughs> It's incredible. This toy store is nothing but Star Wars. It's like five thousand square feet of Star Wars. It's like all of our dreams come true. And do they have like yeah. all the old vintage stuff? They have everything. Plus, yeah. vintage, so they have used everything. Stuff plus, yeah, rare stuff. And wow. the, they do they do a Facebook Live type of thing too, like a sale every week on Friday nights. And if you want to go find them, it's Order sixty six toys and. Uh, they're on Facebook, but they do a fri- every Facebook thing every Friday night, and you could get some really great deals. There, wow. A few weeks ago, there was a couple things that, that you, you'd save a couple hundred dollars on some of this vintage stuff if oh, you wow. bought it from them. So. That's cool. Yeah. Does Very it matter cool. where you see this movie? Like, I don't know what the theater's like where you're going, but I 
specifically picked Arclight Cinemas here in LA because it's right. going to be great projection, great sound, and crowd control. Yeah. So is that I think how it matters. you do all the Star Wars movies? And it needs to be an IMAX or some huge thing. Yeah. I don't know. Great For sound. me, I mean, you know, I, I, I like going to the local theater. I live in Orange County, and, right. and I just like going to the local theater and, and you know, seeing it with my wife and... and you know, um, we may bring my daughter. We might see it first just to see how scary it is, you know. Right on. How old is yeah, she? Yeah, yeah. She's 10. Oh, I think yeah. be okay. It's I think she'll be Star fine. Wars I mean, movie. I took her to see Force Awakens, and, uh, you know, uh, she was, she was what, six then? Um, was this? Yeah. Yeah, about, yeah. about six. And, and every time she got scared, I just I just said, you want a red vine? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> the whole time. I know the, yeah. I know the Caravan of Courage, uh, the the monster, the Gorax scared mm. kids. Yeah. I used to hear stories about yeah. that. So, well, I'm an arc light guy. I was like, right. yeah, absolutely. That's yeah, the way to go. It's got to be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You want that experience. You want to feel it. You want to see it. You want to just just be enveloped, be immersed. enveloped by it without yeah. dealing with you know too much nonsense. So uh, that's that's how I am. I, I did will not see, tolerate uh, nonsense. I, I will not. I did go see Force Awakens in in. IMAX 3D. Okay. And, uh, you know, these movies are not shot in 3D. All of the stereoscopic work is right. done in post-production. But um, what was amazing and cool was the Star Destroyer in Force Awakens. There there were a couple of shots of the Star Destroyer in 3D that's like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll see a movie a second time in 3D. Yeah, yeah no, not the first time. I, yeah. yeah, I don't know about 3D. I'm just not a 3D type of guy yeah. yeah i don't like the i like i, I like imax though so and yeah sound. And then when they combine the two you're kind of stuck sometimes <laughs> yeah you want to enjoy the big screen all right well let's get on to return to the jedi uh, hmm. and do our patented recap what do yes. you say sean i think that sounds like a dandy idea it begins as the previous two star wars movies did <laughs> A long time ago, <laughs> in a galaxy far, far away. Since the quagmire they found themselves in at the end of Empire Strikes Back, our heroes of the Rebellion have had to lick their wounds, build new lightsabers, and formulate a plot to save their friend. We figured it 17 different ways, and every time we figured it, it was no good, because no matter how we figured it, Somebody didn't like the way we figured it. Our story picks up with Luke, Leia, and the gang saving Han Solo from the evil Jabba the Hutt, which they do, and there was much rejoicing. And there was much rejoicing. <laughs> After they save Han, Luke sets off to complete his Jedi training with Yoda. Yoda lays a bum rap on him that Darth Vader is, in fact, his father. Then Yoda dies peacefully. Peacefully, quietly, we'll enjoy it. <laughs> Luke is then visited by the ghost of Alec Guinness, and he learns he has a twin sister. There is another. Luke then joins the fleet where they learn about the new Death Star the Empire is building. And then they hatch a plan. The rebels have stolen an Imperial shuttle, so they're going to send a strike team led by Han Solo to destroy the shield generator on the forest moon of Endor near the Death Star. Then the rebels swoop in with their life with their fighter ships while the generator is down and to destroy the Death Star, all the while never making Luke a very important part of the plan. Not so much. Complications ensue, including the death of Princess Leia, only to find she's been rescued by the cutest, fuzziest teddy bear-like creatures that are also badass with a bow and arrow. Luke skips off to face off against Vader. Whew. Thank God, he was never a very important part of the plan. But before he leaves, he tells Leia their brother and sister. Here's a clip. She's my sister and my daughter! Well, that might have been Chinatown, but either way, you get the point. <laughs> Han, Leia, and the rebel soldiers try to blow up the shield generator station, but it turns out the Emperor had foreseen their plan and they get captured. However, they are rescued by the Care Bears. The rebel fleet arrives to do battle with the Imperial ships surrounding the Death Star, and Luke and Vader have an epic lightsaber duel. Luke vanquishes Vader and becomes a Jedi! With his newfound power, he... Tosses his lightsaber aside and says, I'm done. Well, not surprisingly, seeing a Jedi who's ditched his lightsaber, the Emperor tries to kill Luke. But as Vader watches, he realized why he had been such an evil Lord of the Sith. Perhaps his shoes were too tight. It could be his head wasn't screwed on just right. But I think the most likely reason of all may have been that his heart was two sizes too small. 
what happened then? Well, in Whoville, they say that the Grinch's small heart grew three sizes that day. And so Vader saves Luke's life, giving the Emperor the shaft. Shut your mouth. Luke helps redeem mm-hmm. his father, the second Death Star is destroyed, and they all pose for a family photo. Yay! Yay! That's it. A photo that, it, that grows with every special edition. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yes. Where to begin? Where the, uh, to begin? Where, yeah. Okay, so for me, I, I, you know... Okay, so there's a lot to say about all of these movies, but but on a on a personal note, um, this was one of the few movies I saw with my father, who is mm. is uh, has passed away, and um, it, it's a special movie because of that. Um, however, as even as a kid, um, I remember seeing Return of the Jedi in the theater. My father took me, and it was like this kind of big event, and I was ready, and I watched it. And I felt kind of, huh. Hmm. I, I liked it. it I, I didn't not like it. Still loved it. But but I didn't love it as, as much as Empire. And I, I couldn't put my finger on it. And uh, in doing research for this, I, I realized that this was the first one that Gary Kurtz, who was the producer on both Star Wars and uh, The Empire Strikes Back, this was the first one he was not a part of. That's correct. Mm-hmm. And um, the 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 sort of rumors about their relationship is that Gary Kurtz kind of kept Lucas in, I hate to say in check because it was his movie, but kind of kept him grounded in terms of, I think, as a filmmaker and mm-hmm. like, well, mm-hmm. maybe this is too far. Let's not go that way. Uh, you know, let's keep this about people. That's nice that we have all these ships and all this stuff, but what's really happening with the people? And you see the the focus of of people i think in empire and uh, not that you don't see a focus of people in this but i do think it's shifted a little bit this is mm. the first one out of the 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 uh, original 3 to me that that feels a little bit more kid friendly mm. um and it it feels you know i mean a lot of people argued that this was like really about toys there was a lot of, there was a big push about toys um whether or not any of that's true, I don't know. But, you know, I, I thought it was an interesting take. But on a personal note, it was a beautiful thing to go see it with my dad. Well, I saw know. it six times in the theater. It was amazing. We just did an Empire Strikes Back episode, and people talked about, oh, I saw Empire 10, 20 times in yep. the theater. Yeah. And here I thought six was – I was doing great. <laughs> like, that was, like, the most I'd ever seen a movie <laughs> right. in the theater. Right. Six. All all the Star Wars movies pretty much were seen in my hometown uh, in upstate New York, the Oneonta Theater, which is now defunct. But uh, it was a huge, beautiful screen, but big, echoey, cavernous place. It used to be a vaudeville theater, so it, uh, the ceiling was way, way, way high up. There. Yeah, yeah. They walled off the balcony and put in a second theater. You know, that's yeah. like how they, yeah. they rolled back then. But um, it's where I, uh, yeah, six times. And then I saw Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom six nights in a row so that matched this how did you see oh, it wow. six nights wow. in a row that movie terrified me is it? i mean bucks. i love it but <laughs> right 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 Temple exactly yeah, yeah man the that was prices right come on come on right uh, I got that. but uh yeah I, I that's that that was the record up at the time for me was six for, for return of the jedi what about you? Right well, for me, uh, this was the fir- my first Star Wars movie. Oh, wow. So for me, the Return of the Jedi was the first time I had seen Star Wars. Mm. And I saw it, uh, and what excited me about it was it was the first time I went to a movie, uh, and I got kind of freaked out for a second because mm. everybody was cheering and clapping. Yeah. When the Star Wars thing, and everybody's yeah. like, oh, I go, wow, this is going to be a huge party. Wow, I love it. Yeah, Star Wars. And uh, I immediately got you excited because the whole yeah. audience was into yeah. it. It's like, yeah. why haven't I seen the other th- the other ones, I thought, mm. uh, later? <laughs> Isn't that interesting that you had that that experience? I mean, that was that was a lot of the reason why I took my daughter to see Force Awakens. Okay. Even though I was on the fence that she was, you know, a little young for it, but yeah. I had I had never been to a movie. I don't remember seeing Empire or Return of the Jedi as a kid and the audience reacting that much. In Force Awakens, I mean, and I saw it in Orange County. Right. And and people were like, no, oh, you know, Harrison Ford's on the screen. Yeah, they're applauding right. as if he's sitting in the theater. And I'm like, this is this is a unique cinematic experience. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. it was. And, and, and you saw it six times. I think I beat you. I saw it eight times that mm. summer. 
So I kept going back and over and over again. I just thought the Ewoks were great. I thought, you know, who wouldn't want to be Luke Skywalker? So I'd like right. pretend like I could use the Force, you know, and I'm a Jedi Knight, you know, Absolutely. like my father before me. You know? And we've talked about this before. You also can't suddenly stop seeing it because you know in three months you can watch it at home. Exactly. It, who knows when you'll That's see it That's why again. you had to keep right. going yeah. back. Right, right, right. Although if you had friends who could get you a bootleg copy – on VHS, not back right. then. They if didn't. You, they didn't. Did they have VHS 83? back then? Uh, yeah, I got. Or was we, it beta? We, no, it was. Well, I had beta right. Empire, but this, but around '83 was uh -huh. VHS. That was the real. It was when yeah. the battle really was happening yeah. with VHS right. and beta. Um, and uh, we, there was someone in our neighborhood who did the bootleg movie thing. I mean, literally, you know, you'd see these copies of the movies and, like, you could see the video camera yeah, kind yeah. of pan, you know, because they didn't have they pan do it scan, now. They, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, you know, yeah. And, uh, and I had a copy of, of Return of the Jedi. I remember the first time we actually bought a copy of Return of the Jedi. I'm like, oh, I can see the words! <laughs> you know, for like... <laughs> what's, what's, what's interesting is because we did the Ewok movie the year after mm. Jedi came out. Right. So I... Of course, I knew what Ewoks were, and I was excited. I'm right. a part of Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, pinch me, pinch me. Am I living in a dream? You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you're like, a, at that time, I was also a, a teenager, so I probably, you know, was a terrible person to be around at that time. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, but, what teenager yeah, isn't really? Eighties teen. Well, especially. I remember. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Oh, but what I was gonna say is, is uh, you were talking about the bootlegs stuff, and the reason why I brought that up again was because at the time we were making the Ewok movies. You know, the you know you're behind the scenes, so mm -hmm. you were around the people that work at Lucasfilm, the crew, and everybody like that. Right. We everybody would we were they were at wondering when it was going to come out on VHS, mm. and at that time, George said he will never release one of his movies ever on VHS. You have to go see it in a the movie theater because that is cheapening his movie. It's right, bringing right, it down right. to a really too wow. low of a quality. And I was thinking to myself, well, I guess the Ewok <coughs> movies are never going to be on VHS either, you know. So we better record that when it comes out. Wow. So wow. and I just thought it would never happen. So it surprised me when it came on video because everybody up there said they weren't, they were never going to be released. Well, I mean, when, he was telling when VHS and, and Beta were first on the scene, I mean, mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember going to the video store at that time, but I mean, you know, the video stores were the size of, of this room. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, they yeah. Mom really, and pop stores. Yeah. They were small, and I, I mean, and and it was expensive for them to purchase the videos because because people weren't buying video, like mass consumers weren't buying videos, so they weren't making massive amounts of these videos so in order for them to literally buy a movie to rent they were spending 80 90 bucks or that's whatever right. it was that's right for the one copy in their store that they were going to rent for whatever you know two bucks back then or whatever you know whatever it was that's right that's yeah. right so what about you my i remember i remember seeing uh um i'm puerto rican there and my go. dad took us to puerto rico uh when i was a kid i was like six and i remember the title El Imperio Contra Ataca. <laughs> and I thought, oh my God, I'm experiencing this film, you know, with, I think it was in English with Spanish subtitles. Okay. But, but it was, it was amazing nonetheless. And also yeah. to be in another, another, another island experiencing it with people, yeah. you know, watching it with clapping and cheering and the whole yeah. thing. You're just like, man, this whole experience was just big. But my, I remember the intimacy of watching them, like you know, on VHS and, mm. and watching them over and over. I wasn't a going to the movies eight times guy. I was like, man, when I got it at, at the house, man, that's where I was. I was just in, and I was like, okay. Did you did you re rewind <clears throat> certain scenes you like? You just rewind it and play oh, it over man. and over. Oh man, you know what? The <laughs> most transcendent for me was seeing the face of Darth Vader, seeing oh, okay. Anakin, Robert Shaw, that, right? Or not? Rob, not Robert. No, it was Shaw, an unknown uh, actor. Um, no, it was. Uh, it I think was you're Robert. right. I think it is Robert Shaw. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. It's yeah. not Robert Shaw. Not, not Robert Shaw. Something. Uh, Sebastian Shaw. Sebastian. Sebastian. Yeah. Sebastian Shaw. Yeah. He's yeah. not known. No, he. But was they wanted known. to get like Lawrence Olivier. They wanted to get Lawrence Olivier. Yeah. yeah oh, that was man. the original talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they thought that would steal from the scene, which I think yeah. it would have. I think so like, too, yeah. because I like. It would. I like yeah. that this guy was just. He just. Just putting a human face. Oh my gosh! Yes, on, absolutely. On this guy that scared the crap out of me. You know, <laughs> yep. I was like, man, this this is amazing. You know that that that's that was a transcendent moment for me for mm. Return. I was like, man, seeing his face was was incredible. yeah. That was a that was a great moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know I'm jumping around a little bit, but just to ask the question: <clears throat> Is it a little weird for you guys at all as fans of Star Wars 
that you know we do have these sequel movies now. I mean, there was such a wrap up feeling with was, Return of the Jedi. I was going to bring that up because I cried. Uh, you know, thirteen or whatever. Yeah. I cried yeah. when it was. I saw the the last shot of the whole you know family of Star yeah. Wars there together. I'm like, I, I never again, yeah. never again will yeah. this happen. Yeah. And they're not franchise minded <laughs> studios back then like they are now. Right, right. now they'll put out. You know, uh, Mike and Dave need wedding dates, and to be like, how many Mike and Dave how need wedding dates? Movies can we get out of right, this? Right, right. You know, so uh, I thought that was it, and so I, I, yeah, I was all heartbroken when that, <laughs> when that ended. <laughs> yeah. What was your question? Yeah, no, I, I just was curious if if it's weird at all that this is. I mean, I've thought oh, a lot. Yeah. So I, I've thought a lot about with regard to Rise of Skywalker, kind of like, you know, I. I don't know what this ending is going to be, but I hope that it's going to be epic in in hmm. many ways, and I hope it's going to to draw from all kinds of things. You know, I, I mean, I picture in my mind maybe some kind of epic battle. Do you know? Do they are? Do we see a bunch of force ghosts? Do we see? You know what I mean? I, yeah, I mean, good point. Are you gonna you know, go Return of the King on us? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, is it gonna be really just so crazy and massive? But I kind of feel like it needs that because we've. Yeah. We've already seen crazy and massive so many times. Right. Um, what else? You know, where else do you go? I don't know. Well, it's always good to raise your expectations. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> they always get met. So it's going to be fabulous. That's really? a reference yeah. to the Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, good call. So that it comes out with a thirty-two million dollar budget, I believe I read for Return of the Jedi. Was that bigger than Empire? Fourteen million bigger than Empire. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. they, they yeah. had they had a big cat, bigger cast though, with all the Ewoks alone. The Ewoks. That was hundreds of right. people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Today would they have CGI'd all those Ewoks? <laughs> oh man. No, they, they would right? they would have filmed four of them again and again and again, and again, again against yeah, green yeah. screen and then populated <laughs> yeah. it with uh, yeah. Uh, and so that's uh, three hundred nine. However, return on that thirty two million at the box office. Yeah, that. And yeah. four hundred and seventy five million worldwide. Just that twenty nineteen dollars and it's eight hundred and fifty million, which is wow. just shy of Empire actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but either way, eight hundred million puts you in the usually in the top 20. Anytime you're, oh, yeah. all, you're close yeah. to a billion, I <laughs> yeah, feel like you're true. good. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. good. The Billion Club is <clears throat> three or four movies. Right. Or have more jumped in there now. I think more have jumped in. Yeah. But Joker's it, made close to eight hundred million. It's like everything crazy. can make eight hundred million when when it's you know, when it's that's really raising the expectations to all of the studios in a very terrible way. Well, yeah, yeah, because they made a great film. Yeah, Joker was a great film. Yeah, and I don't consider it a superhero movie. You know what I mean? I, it, it stands alone. As far as I'm concerned. Oh, I hope it does. <laughs> I don't want to see Batman in the same room with that Joker. That is the creepiest, right? mm. scariest dude in the movie. I haven't seen it yet, so. I can't yeah. imagine. I'm dressed like a bat and fight crime. That doesn't happen. Not right. this universe. This is like dark. Yeah. To, oh, like wow. lights out dark. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, anyway, it's, it's just uh, if you make a good film, man, people mm. will come. That's, that's what they forget. That's a great <laughs> point. That's a really great point. Yeah. Uh, I also thought it was interesting. Uh, so Richard Marquand who was the director on Return of the Jedi, mm -hmm. I always kind of thought was more, uh, you know, he was there to really, like, help with the actors. He was really there to direct the act. He was an mm -hmm. actor's director. Mm -hmm. um, mm. And because and, I think there were some issues with this film. He, he I think he had originally wanted Irvin Kershner to come back, but there were issues with uh, the, the, the director's, director's guild, guild and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, he had that, to pay the fine. Know. He paid yeah. the fine. So yeah. there was all of that stuff going on. So that's he why got... he didn't direct the second one as well, too. Oh, is yeah. that why? Oh, that's interesting. He was, he was having a big battle with the director's guild. Lucas? That's why he stopped directing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow, that's interesting. Hmm. And when that we, makes me we, sad, too. And when we did this, yeah. the, the Ewok movie, he, you know, they tried to keep it on a download, but he directed the reshoots. Oh, because the other director had a prior commitment, so he couldn't come for the reshoot. Nice. So uh -oh. I got directed for a week. Is this news? Are you is the DJ going to come after Lucas now? <laughs> Darn, Look what you've done, Derek. <laughs> Mr. Lucas, way to go, right everybody! Here. Here. Hey, listen, I blow Lucas. We've been tuning in. We're listening to the movie, guys, like we do every yeah. week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, but I thought it was interesting. I didn't know that he, uh, Richard Marquand, was responsible for why Yoda is in Return of the Jedi. I thought that was really interesting. Tell us about that, John. Well, yeah. I, I yeah. found some article that basically said that that uh, uh, the original script did not have Yoda in it, and Richard Marquand basically came to Lucas and and uh, um, other writer uh, uh, Kasdan. Thank Kasdan, you. Yeah. I should know that. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence Kasdan and, Great writer. and and basically, Larry. yeah, and basically said, you know, I I think we should you know get get Yoda in this, and we we need to confirm for kids that that Vader. Is is Luke's father, so that mm. they don't go into the movie thinking that that Vader's just lying. 
And I, thought, I was like, wow, that's, that's I, a good I, and, point. Yeah. And on top of it, that's one of the I think that's one of the best scenes in the film. Yeah, that's a, that's a solid yeah. scene. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, emotionally, I think it's like beautiful. Empire. It's one of those scenes that is serious and has stakes, but you can still kind of have fun with it. Yeah, He's still a doddering old uh, muppet. You yeah, know? right. But they then uh, they, they turn it on you. So I mean, the, again, the best moments of Star Wars balance the adult take on real stakes coupled with fun. Yep. You can't have just yep. one or the other. But that makes sense. You're you're talking about the different people to ground Lucas. Uh, yeah, I had heard that Marsha Lucas had a lot to do with oh, yeah. the way the movies turned out. Mm-hmm. And she kept, because she's an editor, mm-hmm. she kept bringing him back into, because he's so technical. He's such a genius, George mm-hmm. Lucas is. His mind works so, it's so brilliant. Mm-hmm. But he's in a different world. Right. right. And she was all, she was always the force that brought back the humanity, the, this is how it really happens. This is how p- real people talk to each other, how they really react. And Interesting. She brought all that in. <laughs> and they say that's the reason why the prequels are more... The the, the real Star Wars are the, that are really... has George Lucas' stamp on them and mm-hmm. that are really his movies are the prequels. It's wow. the only time that he had complete 100% control and didn't have... And I hate to tell... I hate... I don't want everybody to think that you know, everybody around him were yes men. Yeah. But, you know, George Lucas is very a daunting figure in the movie industry. So yeah. you well, want to please him. And so it, maybe yeah. you're afraid. And, I, and I've heard other stories, too, even working with other uh, Star Wars actors that were uh, DGI, uh, CGI artists mm. uh, who had told me that he had, uh, when they were doing the special editions, he wanted to uh, those uh, do backs or whatever they're yes, on, yeah. on um, Tatooine. Tatooine. Yeah, he's the guy respond. My friend is the guy that's responsible for that idea, mm-hmm. and he brought it up to Lucas, and he got scolded later for bringing it up. Okay. Behind you don't ever present something to him or something like that. So a lot of that stuff really may have been going on around there. Wow. So which wow. is sad because Lucas is a very creative guy. Yeah, and he needs to have people around him that are creative, and I just wish for him. That he does make those movies he's talked about wanting to make those avant-garde movies, mm-hmm. right? You know, I have hope he you does it. Heard the stories about what he originally had intended for seven, eight, nine. I had heard uh, you want well. What I had heard that is that he made everything up as he went along. He didn't have any all those ideas. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I think there's that's the the biggest part of the truth. But right. at a, but he did actually instigate. Uh, episode seven. He he. It was. Oh, I'm it, yeah. sure at one point. Yeah. And sure. and the original story that he had proposed was a bigger story. Was, yeah. It was a bigger story, and and it, it started to deal deal more with the wills, which was of course the original title of Star right. Wars and Star Luke Star Killer and the Journey of the Wills or something Correct. like that. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um. Great anyway. Title. Yeah. yeah. Great title. Yeah. yeah. And 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 anyway, the <laughs> the wills is this. I I, I like microscopic organism and somehow he was going to essentially I think tie yeah. the midi-chlorians the force and the wills all together which I think to me m- metaphorically speaks to like you know father son holy spirit and that you know that whole like uh-huh. sure you know uh-huh. I mean and I was talking with somebody uh, today about you know one of the things we've got to get a payoff on right. I'm hoping for a payoff on is you know in the prequels in Phantom Menace one of the greatest things he sets up and and this is where I think Lucas is you know as a as a as a story writer is great but as a screenwriter there's something missing mm-hmm. he writes this storyline that that Anakin Skywalker is basically uh, you know an immaculate conception mm-hmm. i mean what right. a great idea but it's kind of like immaculate conception and then they have this like scene with her and Qui-Gon and then nothing Nobody ever talks about it again. No, I mean, there's maybe right. there's maybe a slight reference to it in Revenge of the Sith when when he's talking about Plagueis making the the midi chlorians do what he mm-hmm. wants a form of life, and you, sure. maybe you're thinking that's a reference to that and all that stuff. But I'm hoping that there's some kind of payoff. Uh, I've to heard that, that yeah. there might be, but we'll yeah. see. The rumor mill, right? The rumor <laughs> mill. Yeah, I hope yeah. so. I hope it's they do. It's gonna be like two and a half hours of payoffs. I, <laughs> well, if, if, and if, can if, I tell if you, if they're playing it right, because they got a lot to to. To cover. I, I, when I heard about the runtime, I'll be honest, I was a little disappointed. I was too, because I had heard through the rumor, the great, the, through the grapevine, yeah, was at one point they were considering making it two movies. Oh, it was so long. They're gonna pull a Harry Potter. Well, I, I gotta tell you, I, I was on board for a three hour movie, yeah, even three and a half. And I gotta tell you, also, you can sustain that. Endgame. Yeah, sure you can. Endgame was never, how long? Never a dull moment. Three how long hours was Endgame? and two minutes. Three hours and two minutes. I, you can. Yeah, I remember I at the end of Endgame going, 
that was so entertaining. I, I could have stayed. Yeah, I could have. I could have stayed. You it know? didn't feel um, like three hours. You're no. Right. I mean, yeah. uh, the the first uh, Lord of the Rings movie, um, which I, I was not. A, I'm not a huge fan of that storyline. I, I like mm-hmm. the story, but it just. I don't know. I didn't love it. Whatever. It's fine. It's great. But I watched that first movie, and I remember going, "Oh, it's over." <laughs> I mean, that's how much it it, it you know it you sustained in. itself you were for in. me. And yeah. It was a long film, you know. So yeah. I'm a little disappointed that it's not going to be three well, hours because I could totally just like sell them out. Okay, you let, wonder like, what let's... they cut out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But well, <laughs> well, but they got to consider run times and they got it. Yeah, they're, they're that's, trying to make their. You they're know, trying to uh, fill the seats, sure. so yeah. it's it's yeah. still it's the longest Star Wars movie still today. Yeah. So is it really? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's longer than the Last Jedi. It's a two hours and. How long did they say? It's it like twenty something. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost so it's up there. Yeah, it's up there. Like yeah. one hundred fifty-five minutes, I think. Back to the story of of Return of the Jedi, because you mentioned your favorite moment is seeing Darth Vader's face behind Man. the mask. Mine is just the payoff on Luke Skywalker's arc. Oh yeah. So yeah. Like if you, there's great payoff for Luke Skywalker's arc and for Mark Hamill's arc. Mm-hmm. You know, because he gets a lot of. You know, flack for eh, go to Tashi Station, pick up some power converters. Of right. course he does. He's a young boy with no experience <laughs> right. in the universe. Right. right. But man, he comes on the scene in uh, <coughs> in Java's palace in the hood, and he's full Jedi. You're like, this is great. And then when he he carries it through the whole film, and you're like, this is so. It was just so great. And of course, it always holds uh, my theory as well that dre- that Jedi's dress all in black. Not in Tatooine robes. Anyway. <laughs> well, that, it's interesting that, that you say that because, you know, uh, I had also read that originally Return of the Jedi was supposed to be much darker. And there was talk that the in the original story was Luke, you know, essentially kills Darth Vader and becomes the new Darth Vader. And if you wow. if you watch the movie, when, when at the very end, like near the very end when he renounces... Like he's like I I I've I've become a Jedi and he renounces you know it kind of throws the lightsaber on the ground like I don't need to fight anymore I don't need to prove anything this is who I am mm-hmm. um, I it, it was a really cool shift that they did that because you know he really was going down kind of a dark path I mean in the very opening of the film he kills the Grimorian guard with by you know by choking him right that that isn't necessarily something that i think we would see a jedi do like someone choking someone like that right that's it, true yeah. it harkens to the title the original title you know revenge of the jedi. yeah yeah this is, that's this true is coming on you know yeah so uh yeah there's no turning back now i just love watching him you know <coughs> kick ass on endor and and be a total stud in the final moments of the film with I mean that's the, my favorite part of the movie is is the lightsaber battle at the end. Oh yeah, that is the greatest. And right. that that piece of score is one of the most moving mm-hmm. pieces. Can we talk about John Williams? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, do we not absolutely. every episode? We of do, our show? we do. Yes, well, we do. I mean, because yeah. he, you know, his music makes these movies. I mean, this these movies would not be what they are without that without his epic scores. I feel like it, so it's true. the unseen force. The force that we don't well see played. is, is <laughs> that binds the galaxy together. <laughs> but that music is what binds the whole image and the. But there's the, actually the little feeling. midi chlorians that, that no. <laughs> don't explain it. Coming so. out. Of, coming don't explain out of, it. Just a little, a little uh, violin is just very tiny. <laughs> <laughs> but but isn't John Wayne's the the most consistent thing in Star Wars for sure? Absolutely. Uh, somebody Absolutely. I saw that on Facebook. Some other fan, Star Wars fan, was talking about mm-hmm. John Wayne's and he he. And they said, in, in essence, he's the only one that's never let us down in Star Wars. Oh, wow. <laughs> I will say that when I saw Force Awakens, and I had a, when I saw Force Awakens the first time, I, I had a visceral experience. Like, right. I was so excited about seeing this film. I could not wait. I, I really wanted to see what Disney was going to do with it. I wanted to, and I love J.J. Abrams. Um, I, I mean, there was so much going on for for this film for me. Um but the one thing that stood out to me was the music because it was all themes I had never heard mm-hmm. and for the most part um, until, you know, like except, for, except for the and, Je- Jedi yeah. and all that stuff. But, but right. all of the, all, all the pieces. He still got it in him. Yeah, yeah, he does. I mean, there's so much that was new. And I remember thinking. Ray's theme is great. Yeah. Well, well I think Ray's theme is yeah. one of the most beautiful pieces yeah. he ever, he's ever written. Yeah. 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 And, and, but, but it took me a while to kind of get used to it because I went into the movie sort of expecting a little bit of yeah, our classic yeah, yeah. stuff yeah. coming up and I was like I don't know what this is <laughs> you know so I had to kind of adjust myself but I, I had such a great experience with Force Awakens yeah, yeah I mean, we're the, not talking about that but yeah, yeah. That's we, a, we, did, we did we did and that Anakin and uh, 
Amidala or Padme, whatever Pad, uh, yeah, theme yeah. is far superior. Like, yes. overplays the quality of their relationship. Like, it's yeah, better. Right. That theme's better than their relationship right. deserves. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's, it's a, well, he, it's a John Williams did it in everything, even the prequels, you know, Duel of the Fates. Duel of the yeah. Fates. Was... I mean, and every movie he wrote something new, something that was great. So. I actually think the score to Attack of the Clones is one of the most beautiful yeah. ones. I, I I still like that movie. Maybe I some agree. Some people don't, but I love that movie. The music, I agree. Yeah. The mu- <laughs> <laughs> um, you have a note in here. I Can I steal it? Sure. What I Harrison say. Ford is phoning this one in a lot of the time. <laughs> Explain, please. Yes. Yeah, it's just a note. I mean, he can see he's, uh, he's kind of going, I don't think that helped us very much. You know, he's just not, I don't think he's into it. Like, yeah. but like he was in Raiders of a Lost Ark. But that's what I heard. I heard that, you know, he, he actually wanted to be killed off in, in Empire. Yes, and now was coming back, and and it kind of feels like well, if, if there's going to be a phone in moment, this this might be it because <laughs> yeah. you know, shit. and about the entire movies, you're having fun here and there, yeah, but, right. but yeah. the stretches where you're like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's, I, and I he's, love him, favorite actor of all time. But uh, I, I right think on. I think you're right. He and I think he admitted he was phoning it in. We did go on the talk shows. He talk about oh, I I did it for the money, and you know, because they let right. me because like he got killed. So yeah. right, like you said. So, right, right, and and also probably to <coughs> to be around friends again, like Peter Mayhew, you know, to work with you know his his good buddy. Uh, so I think yeah. he wanted to work with people again. Yeah. Too bad yeah. they couldn't get Mark and Princess Leia, you know, Carrie Fisher, and all of them in one scene in the Falcon. Yeah, right. But <laughs> what are you gonna do? I lost that opportunity. Okay, so I did like the uh, "I love you, I know" callback oh. on Endor. I thought yeah. that was cool. Special effects wise, yes. Um, we talked about it with Empire. I, I think Empire has the best special effects of, of certainly the original trilogy. Well, I'll tell you, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go right to Jabba. I thought Jabba was incredible. Jabba is incredible. The bass in his voice and the sound was incredible. And yeah, and I, I remember um, there on it was on PBS in Chicago on Channel 11 WTTW. They had this uh, behind the scenes kind of thing about Return of the Jedi. And my brother and I recorded. I have a twin brother, and we we were we were our Star Wars freaks, man. We were like down playing with our toys, and we we were we were so into it. But uh, uh, we recorded this thing off of PBS, and it was all behind the scenes. So talk about movie making, beginnings of love of of figuring out how stuff works. Right. Yep. And yep. I remember they were talking about the inside of of Jabba and how the puppeteers had to kind of do their thing. And it was I like re- five of them or something. Yeah. Right? yeah. A lot. Yeah. 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 And uh, uh, there was a, a a little person who was doing the Mike uh, Edmonds. Yeah. Yes. He okay. played Low Gray in the Ewok movies. I'll never yeah. forget. He's moving. Uh, he's moving yeah, uh, the tail. Uh, the tail, and he's like, "We got him backwards and forwards." <laughs> Backwards and forwards, <laughs> backwards and forwards, and, and just being a being a kid, like like taking in how you create something that yeah. when you saw it on film, you you don't question it. You're just like wow, and then you learn how it happens and and the, the amazing things that that uh, mm. that they were able to do. Well just, played on that. I, I I yeah, I don't give that enough credit. That that really does deserve yeah, a lot of good, credit. Yeah, yeah the, the Java stuff was great. But I agree with you. The effects overall were better in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just I'd think give they were that a, one though. Out of the three, I would give that one a nod. Yeah, well, I, I think, they, think they, they saw the, the puppet in the in Yoda worked, uh-huh. and they yeah. said, "Oh, more of that." So you get your salacious crumb, and you get the Jabba's band, and you get yeah, a whole right, bunch right, of other right, right, puppets, right. including a six-person operated, you know, Jabba the Hutt. The special edition, I, you know, with oh. that with that song and the girl is like, yeah. I, you just didn't need that. You Brother know, the Hunt. song that was already there to me was great. I also hate that they got rid of the Yub Nub yep, song. Yub song. Yeah. The Yub Nub song yeah. was great, and then they replaced it with jazz. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. Jedi Space jazz. Rock yeah. or something yeah. they called it. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was, well, you know the 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 old saying, you know, he likes to, you know, cram it in a shot. Lucas, he likes to try to get every single thing he can in there. In fact, there's a there's a, some sort of picture online where it shows how the ILM crew put actually put the kitchen sink in one of those uh. shots or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> just, just to tease him. Oh, that's, that's brilliant. Funny. But they're all you know, you got to have fun like that. So and yeah. also in the Caravan of Courage, uh, Winnie the Pooh is in. Is in one of the trees shots too. So, what? Yeah, so that's just that's some awesome. What was your interaction with him, with Lucas? Uh, he was very quiet, reserved man. It was hard to understand him because he kind of mumbled. He spoke very softly, and it was like, and uh, he's very soft. And, and he reminded me of my dad actually, because mm. I growing up, my dad it was very soft spoken. He never raised his voice. He it was mm. hard to hear him. So he just uh, he was. 
you know, and I probably should have been, you know, a little bit more respectful and said, hi, Mr. Lucas, instead of calling him George, you know, but that was a cocky teenager, so. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was okay. Maybe yeah. that's okay. I don't, yeah. Well, now he's, ha- after that, he's had kids, so he knows how we are, yeah. so. Yeah. Do you see yeah. him since the film? I, mean, I have not seen him since, like, the 80s. Yeah. And the last time I spoke to anybody at Lucasfilm would have been in the 90s, probably. So. They but, don't make it out to these fan fests and other things. No, 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 no. <laughs> but you see all the other actors. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, they all, we do, I do the convention circuit. Not that much, because I'm busy doing my other stuff. My, like, you know, my I do music, so I compose now. Oh, wow. Oh, um, yeah, we're going to play a song here. At nice. The so, um. Yeah, so that's uh, so. Yeah, I see them at conventions that I do from time to time, and it's it's great. You know the interactions. Boy, if I I could write a whole book about some of the stuff that the Star Wars actors do, but I'll keep it to myself. But nice. some of it's some pretty talk about salacious crumbs. Some of that stuff's some pretty salacious stuff. That, <laughs> like the oh, one really? time, the one time I, I I went out to the Dollhouse District in Hamburg with Darth Vader and his son. That could you know create a whole book. So David Prowse. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. So, and and it was a great experience. I go, wow. I wish my dad took me to a, a stripper bar. So. <laughs> How funny. When in Germany. Well, you know. When in Germany. <laughs> David Prowse aside, were, were yeah. you mentored by anybody? Were there any people who gave you advice, or not just uh, in the film, but perhaps how to navigate a career in this phenomenon that is Star Wars? No, nobody. Nobody really? gave me advice. You're I mean, on, pal. Not a I, I mean, I, no. I mean, I mean, there some of them that that's their career defining moment as well. Um, right. I mean, there have been people that were mentors in my life, sure, but not that were that I acted with. Like I had an an acting coach who taught me, you know, everything I know about acting, and he used to uh, he used to be friends with uh, Marlon Brando, Paul Newman, Dennis Hopper. He helped Dennis Hopper nice. make Easy Rider. Wow. And uh, all, Jack Nicholson. Oh, who uh, all of them. <clears throat> his name is Virgil Fry is his name. Oh, okay. And he was always that guy behind the scenes that never he was a character actor yeah. and they would he would always get these roles but he would never he never made it. Became a big name. Mm-hmm. But his daughter became pretty famous because she was Punky Brewster. She was Soleil oh, Fry. Oh, Soleil, yeah. That, sure. her dad taught me everything I knew about acting and wow. and managed me for a little bit and, and uh, you grew up here, right? That's I grew up here, in Sherman yeah. Oaks, yeah. And wow. in, in I grew up in in the valley. So I was a part of I was a native of Southern California. I I was uh, I was here when there was a rush hour, you know. Mm. Right. Hence the name Rush right. Hour. Right. Yeah. Right. Now right. it's it's just it's traffic all it's the time. Just hour. <laughs> it's just but rush. you know, we're not going to go back to Germany, but yeah, I mean, I've had great experiences with other Star Wars actors and um well, you hear about Can, oh. uh, like Richard Donner supposedly with the Goonies, like Corey Feldman paid for Corey Feldman's rehab. And paid for I didn't. I didn't hear that. Okay, yeah, cool. No, I went to who a, paid for your rehab? Yeah, no, yeah. I never. I never <laughs> had that issue. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Well, why don't you go ahead? Because uh, well, I'm gonna make George Lucas pay for your. There rehab. you go. There you <laughs> go. Right. I mean, he's got a couple of bucks. <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I am curious in terms of the convention circuit and all of that. Did do you guys? help each other do you talk to each other and like hey i'm doing this you know you should look at this or i mean or is, is there kind of a network how uh, to help each other or is it kind of like hey buddy you're on your own no it's you know? not that we're on our own we do talk uh-huh. from time to time and and we ask uh you know people how was this convention how was that convention oh, okay and there's actually agents for actors appearance agents oh they, nice. yeah that I, actually i've been in touch with a few of them that to, that do that yeah to get and, talent for events yeah, yeah. nice so and and I do have an appearance, uh, someone who uh, has gotten me at a few of them. But for the most part, I you know I just they reach out to me directly through my website. Interesting. So and right now you have a campaign going uh, to get the Ewok movies on Disney Plus. Yes, because currently they're they're not scheduled to be. They're not, and I'll tell you how I know they're not scheduled to be on Disney Plus because Disney did in their infinite wisdom, <coughs> they rather than just do a small trial. Uh, you know, because they have to beta test, you know, the new system. Mm-hmm. They chose a country. They chose Holland to do that. Yeah, I heard about that. And because Holland has 98% internet connection, it's a great place to do the testing. And also, they don't have to worry about all the contractual things because Holland, apparently, the laws are very different there. And mm-hmm. a lot of, they don't have to go and make sure they could clear this movie or that movie. Oh, they could pretty much just put everything on there and test it. Wow. And because uh, I had some people say, why wasn't, well, then maybe your movie couldn't be released in Holland. No, that's not true. Because, <laughs> you know, Disney owns everything that Lucas owned anyway. They've even bought Fox now. 
So, and the yeah. Caravan of Courage was released by 20th Century Fox overseas. Oh, so wow. they own Fox as well. So, um, and I was in touch with the gentleman. Uh, I have fans in Holland, and they have the service, and they're not on there. None of the Ewok movies are on there. The 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 droids cartoon series is not on there as well. Oh man, the the C three go droids. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's yeah. So it, are the are the Ewok cartoon as well is not on there. Right. None of the Indiana Jones movies are on there as really? well. So okay, now they, you shouldn't. They don't just have a partial. Uh... Is that because they're currently licensed by Amazon and Netflix right now? The Indiana Jones movies. Yeah, yeah I they mean, are on Netflix. That yeah. I could believe. Yeah. And not only that, but technically they had another big company that owned the par- distribution rights, Paramount. So right. Disney doesn't own Paramount, so I could see that, but I don't. Yeah, thank you for bringing this up. I started a petition to uh, try to get them to release the Ewok movies on Disney Plus. Oh wow! And, and uh, it's been up there for a few weeks now, and it's it just passed a thousand signatures. So good. That's so awesome. We're getting there. Yeah. So go to your. Uh, you where do we go? go? Where do we go? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you could go to uh, Eric Walker. Music.com, uh, or you could go. I, my new venture is all for sci-fi. The petition's on there as well. But uh, if you, it's on change.org if you want to go directly and just type in petition uh, to have the Ewok movies on uh, Disney+. Plus. I mean, I feel like, good. Where, where else can you see them now? Right. Actually, they just released them on Amazon. Oh, no kidding. Did they? Yeah, so you could rent them and uh, download, either rent them, uh, rental, or download. So they are on Amazon. So if they're on Amazon, why can't they be on Disney Plus? Yeah, or yeah. maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> you know. maybe. But that's who thought? Why. Who would have thought? Why? Why would you put it there when you know you have Disney Plus coming out a couple months yeah. later? Right. right. I don't right. know. It doesn't make any sense. All I know is that Kathleen Kennedy said at at D twenty three Disney Plus Disney Expo. Are you mm-hmm. familiar with that? Oh yeah. She when she did the the panel there, she said that Disney Plus is going to be the home to all of Star Wars. So it. If the Ewok movies are part of Star Wars, why aren't they there? Why aren't the right. droids cartoon series there? It's not just the Ewok movies. Why is so. the holiday special? Well, I, well, the holiday <laughs> special, I could see why they wouldn't want that yeah. there. I actually think, too, they should make a conduit for fan films on Disney+, Plus for Star Wars fan films. And I, I think that they should look into, and we've talked about this before on the show, Right, some of the fan films... I think I agree magnificent. with that. Magnificent, and I always great. talk about Maul uh, Apprentice. I don't know right. if you've seen that one. Um, but seen a lot of them. They're very good. Darth Maul Apprentice to me is one of the greatest uh, of all of the ones I've seen. Nice. And I mean, the acting's great. You could tell that these guys are really filmmakers. Mm. They really cared. I mean, they did a. I mean, and and, and they even shot a behind the scenes that's right. magnificent. And you watch it, and you're like, these guys care. I think they should. I I think Disney would be smart to just be like. Yeah, let's let's pay let's pay for these and let's mm-hmm. let's license them and let's pay these filmmakers. Well, I mean, I mean, why why but, would you not? But they're putting uh, and it's a good idea. But they're also and they definitely have the they could definitely pay them to do it. Yeah, it, the, the streaming service needs content, yeah. right? And uh, not only that, but they're putting things like web shorts up there, like right. the Forces of Destiny. Have you seen any of those? Yeah, web those shorts? are the, yeah little sort more geared towards the littler kids, right? Yeah, yeah. but uh, they're like web shows. Yeah, right. yeah. they're on there. Wait, is all the, the Forces Lego of Destiny stuff. the one that looks? That's it's a cartoon one, like you're talking about. But is that the one that looks more like anime? It might be. I don't there's know what li- your definition of anime there's is. There's Forces of Destiny, which is on Disney Channel. There's these there are these little shorts that they've been playing on Disney Channel. I don't know. I don't okay. know. I don't and know. And then there's yeah. there's another bunch of of short pieces that are being done that that look more like anime, and I see them mostly on on the internet, and and they're mm-hmm. basically scenes from the original Star Wars. Movies. No, this is this okay, is so this, this is, is different. different. This is the force. Okay, so th- these are this is original content. It's original content, but Got not it. only that, but they're bringing back stuff <laughs> from the Ewok movies, like they had the Gorax. Right in one of them, right, and which the Gorax is in the 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 giant in the Ewok right. movie, and they had uh, and not only not only not only the web shorts they're putting up there, when she said home of all the Star Wars, they put every Lego Star Wars thing up there too. Wow, wow. So I mean, if yeah. you could have the Lego Star Wars specials up there, why can't you have the Ewok? Movie? I mean, That's I feel like saying. you should have it all up there. Everything, yeah. Yes. Why not? Yeah, yeah. yeah. and even the holiday special should go up there. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, part of the part of the pack. part of the it family. Of the That's family. why we got now. Boba Fett, right? Yeah, <laughs> That's true. That By the true. way, uh, I haven't asked this question. Uh, anybody watching Star Wars Resistance? 
I do watch it. Yeah, I what do you first think? Season. I like it. I think it's a good show. I love the animation. Yeah, because I was an anime fan when I was a kid. Right. And uh, it, Star Wars Resistance is beautifully animated. It I'm is. not so sure I love the story, but mm-hmm. uh, but I do love the animation. Right. Yeah. On. Yeah. This is its last season, right? This year, I think. I think so. Yeah. Every one of the cartoons, by the way, for me, the the sound design is what brings me in every yes. time. I don't care what it looks like when you hear the sounds. You yeah. just you come on. You, yep. you turn on this lightsaber earlier, and I'm like, oh my god. Well, we've talked about Ben Burt a lot on this show, and how much we respect him and, yeah. and love Ben Burt. And just like John Williams, I think Ben Burt is is absolutely responsible for oh, what we yes. know as Star Wars. Wow, you know what that universe is. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, go sign a petition, everybody. I'd appreciate it. Although I'm going to do, do probably do some sort of press release in the next week nice. or so, and then I'm going to like see if any if it get picked up by any of the media channels. Nice. I'm going to contact, you know, the local news and Hollywood Reporter and stuff like that right, right. and do an actual official press release that I, I at that point I'll say how many signatures I have. And then I want to try to do a thing where I go and present them to Kathleen Kennedy. If I could, I you know, I don't want to scare her or anything like that, but I'd like to go up there and present it to him. I probably won't get in the front door, though. So Yeah, well, <laughs> hey, man. Hey, it's still a different put it world, you know? Yeah. You yeah. enough noise online. That's it. That's right. Paying That's attention it. now. I mean, Weezer recorded Africa, right? That's, Thank yeah. you. There you go. There, there yes. There so is much hope. demand. There I is like hope. That. Granted, they screwed with a guy and recorded Rosanna first, but still, they eventually <laughs> recorded Africa. If you make enough noise, then that could happen. Nice. All right. You any could th- call this uh, a new hope? Any other thoughts on uh, Return of the Jedi? I mean, I think it's uh, the original trilogy is. How do, is how, do, how, jam, do, how do you so. guys feel about what they've done with it? Do you think the Ewoks look better with the blinking eyelids, or? I didn't even realize that was a thing. Is that a yeah. special edition? Had no yeah. idea. They just, on the newer version. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. Wow. Wait, is it wow. since the 97 special editions? Yeah, so, it's yeah. The, the recent one, the very recent one, <sighs> the Blu-ray one. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen the Blu-ray. The new one, yeah. Yeah, I have yeah. not seen that. I'll have Stop. to see that. Yeah, they, 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 they blink. They, their eyelids blink now. I never, I, I never even noticed never one way or the right, other. Right, right, right. And yeah. so yeah. to me, you know, I mean, I know in the original thing, it's like the, the Ewoks were originally supposed to be Wookiees. And I remember with the, like the first time I heard that, like it kind of made me like, ah, oh, I would have loved to have seen the Wookiees, you know. I mean, I think there was something, there was something sweet and fun about the Ewok moments, and, mm-hmm. and sure. you, know, you know the way the way they interacted, and I love the scene with uh, Princess Leia and you know uh, the Ewok and all that stuff. Wicked, yeah. yeah, Wicked, yeah. Um, I mean, it's just it's. It's beautiful, but yeah. but there is another part of me that's like, ah, oh, it would have been really interesting to see the Wookiees, you know? And, like, and I believe a lot of stuff that happens in Star Wars is magical. It just kind of magically <laughs> happens. Yep. Um, and uh, you're you're an actor too, right? Yeah. So you, there's, there's this moments when you're so into character that you really feel like you're there and things happen. You know, in Jedi, uh, you know, uh, Warwick wasn't supposed to be Wicked. Yes, I, I know that's it was yeah, Kenny, yeah. It was uh, Kenny Baker, and yeah. he got sick. He got sick. So because he got sick, Warwick got... the do it and he a he career was, he because got a career. he got sick he, he got, got a career, career. <laughs> 37 years of hey that. uh we're doing yeah. a movie called willow yeah man well before that he was supposed to do howard the duck but the person who was doing the they spent like three million dollars on the head and they didn't think to measure work to see if it fit so that's oh. why he wasn't howard the duck and he was so bummed out about it that that's why oh, lucas wow. created willow door swings wow. both ways yeah 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 very much so <laughs> well uh <coughs> that is uh, number eight, movie number eight. Yeah, countdown to nine. Uh, we're just we're just a screwy so damn chapters and episodes yeah, in this thing. So confused. Uh, but oh, uh, and we were talking about the Ewok movies and where they are. Oh yeah, where in, in do line. they fall? Is it eight well, five? Is it? when we were making the movies, uh, Warwick Davis and I did a behind the scenes making of. They rented us cameras for a school project, so we we're doing the making of. We interviewed the producer, and he said that they take place. Uh, about 150 years after Return of the Jedi. And he talked about how Wicket was a teenager, he, but he's about 200 years old. But he's wow. a teenager. Holy yeah. moly, and that's Ewoks awesome. And Ewoks live a lot longer. So, uh, wow. And uh, one of these days, maybe we could get that video up there to so people to see it. But <coughs> what happened later was uh, an expanded universe book was written by, uh, it's called uh, Core something twist, and he puts uh, my sister, Sindel Tawani, he puts her character as an adult on Coruscant. She becomes a reporter. So he puts her in, and he moved it. So according to 
the new timeline, now they're not 150 years after, which makes sense, right? Because that's why the Ewoks could understand us a little bit because they know basic. Right. Makes sense that they could, they're not scared of us, right? Hmm. Um, he put it in between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. He puts it at three AB, Abbey. Huh. So he moved it. So who knows? I'm I'm with the uh, I'm with it being after, I'm with it being 150 years after. It definitely seemed like it was yeah. after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. yeah. In fact, and and he actually talks about this in interviews too. If you go, uh, do you remember they had a, a thing called Bantha Tracks? Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. If you go, you could find an old Bantha Tracks where he's talking about the they interview the producer and he talks about how when they're that Wicket and the Sindel are playing with a, a small ATT and you could see it. It looks oh, like one, and they purposely made it look like one. Interesting. So uh, it's in the scene where they're talking about the Star Cruiser crash or whatever, you know. Right, right. <laughs> that scene. So. Wow. That's just ongoing disrespect because I even think I remember you posting a photo at, at D23. They finally released a grand timeline of the Star Wars universe oh. because they had announced this Kenobi and they announced the Mandalorian right. and like so you got to see where they all fit in and you took a marker I think and wrote a uh, Battle of Endor and with an arrow like aware <laughs> yeah. of that because yeah. they still didn't include those yeah I, I don't know what right. it is I know he made these movies for his daughter because she loved the Ewoks Amanda Aww. and that's a great thing he's a great dad yeah. but, that's but sweet. Uh, you know but he clearly doesn't love her anymore all right, so uh, <laughs> oh. that's not true. No, oh, he loves not her. Of course, true. he does. Um, all right, so there. Uh, come back in a couple of weeks. Don't forget the last show of our run will post about five days before episode nine hits theaters. Once again, I'm Paul Preston. I'm Sean Blodgett. And thanks to Eric Walker and Daniel Betances. Yes. Hey there, there. All right. Hey. Yeah. I do want to say one thing, Please. guys. I Revenge of the Sith. I do have a connection. Uh, I I booked a movie. Revenge called, of the Sith. Yes. Okay. I booked a movie called Open Window, directed by Mia Goldman back in the day, and and uh, she's she hired me to play basketball with these guys and, and have kind of a, an issue with one of the guys who right. th- with the lead character, one of the leads. So that guy happened to be Joel Edgerton. Oh, so I watch I, anything that guy does. So I, I yeah, so we're playing basketball, and I have to give him a you know a, an elbow or whatever, and we're fighting on the court. Well, one of the buddies he brings in to 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 play basketball with us is Ahmed Best. Uh, there you go, Jar Jar. Wow. So I got to meet Jar Jar Binks and then Uncle Owen. You know? We've talked a lot about Ahmad Best because uh, we had Christian Simpson on the show who worked with Ahmad. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and how great of a performer he is, and you know, yes. we have utmost respect for him and what he did, and uh, unfortunate landing of of you know and re- and receipt <laughs> of uh, Jar Jar Binks to the Star Wars universe. And you know, uh, there's a lot to say about that. We've said most of it, so. Well, I, well, I will that. say this though. I, I don't think I think a lot of times performers take a lot of bad rap for, you know, it has nothing to do with the performance. No, they just it's, show up and do the job. I mean, to be honest and 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 do it to their best to the best of their ability, you know, and right. and you you know, we were talking earlier kind of about how genius needs help. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just sure. let George do his thing. He's better when he's right. being watched and when right. things are and I think uh um, you know, Editors are the unspoken heroes yes. of every film because you know what you end up seeing and what you end up appreciating is because of their hard work at cutting and and splicing and yep. and making music out of all of these notes. So, anyway, speaking um, of music, we didn't get to hear his music. Not yet. We're going to go out on it. All right. Oh, all perfect. right. Thanks. But first, I'm glad you jumped in to tie yourself into the Star Wars That's universe. That's great. Eric yeah. here is directly embedded into Endor. We needed to He's work you out. In it exactly. Uh-huh. So, yeah. And and with <laughs> the basketball, I'm I'm connected. Boom, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Boom, and baby. by the way, uh, Vir- uh, Virginia on Facebook says she loves Open Window. By the oh, way, oh, so very good. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. I, I gotta watch it. Yeah. I'll wa- I will literally watch anything with Joel Edgerton. The guy's awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. You'll it's, watch it's anything. A great, that's it's a, a movie. great his, dramatic his piece. Acting, <laughs> his directing. Yep. The guy yep. doesn't end up in like hack production. So I, I think awesome. I'm a big, big fan of his. Um, oh, and so plugs then, Dan. Where uh, people follow and all you that? know what? Uh, uh, I was just telling uh, Sean. I said, <laughs> I said, man, I'm gonna be the only guest. I, I got. I'm plugging nothing. I'm plugging. Wait, uh, social. Come on, social, social media. Uh, you, yeah, you can catch me on Facebook for sure. Um, I got Daniel Batances. Daniel Batances. Yeah. Look, you don't look do Twitch and, and TikTok and Yakky <laughs> Snack or whatever the hell. What is Yakky yeah, Snack? I, I what? What? Yeah. Yeah. I made that and, one up, uh, or did I? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Nice. Eric. 
we'll, yeah, we'll, I'll go mean, to, we'll go to change.org. Uh, okay, yeah. And uh, my music, uh, I have an f- official website, ericwalkermusic.com. Beautiful. And I have uh, three albums that I've already done. The last one, I was up for a Grammy and uh, for okay. Best New Age Album. And, Congratulations. Uh, thank Come you. On. Yeah. And uh, I'm working on my fourth album. I have a concept album that I'm doing where it's going to be very different. I'm actually writing a sci fi novel. But it's gonna be have a CD that comes with it. So as you oh, read each that. chapter, oh, you'll I hear the music that. that comes with it. Great idea. Yeah. Great beautiful. idea. So yes. and and you're you're oh. you're gonna play my my Star Wars theme song. Yes, dare to dream in a galaxy far far away. That's yes, a, nice. this is a fun upbeat uh, Bring it. dance tune. Yeah. yeah, bring it. In the meantime, you can follow us on Facebook.com/slash Countdown Tonight at Countdown Tonight on Twitter and Instagram. Of course, uh, you can get the show at YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and TheMovieGuys.net. Join us in the next show where we'll be creeping into what some are calling the Disney Star Wars movies. We'll discuss <laughs> The Force Awakens, and uh, here's uh, Eric and his song. Thanks, gentlemen. Thank you, guys. Light them up. Yeah, light them up. yeah. Oh, lightsaber. Light them up. Lightsaber. Dare to dream in a galaxy far, far away. (laughs) Thank you.